0: Welcome to another exciting episode of The Leaderboard, I'm your host Cyril Lachelle. Last week Jerry Terrifying entered the ring for the very first time, and by his way through 10 games he managed to score an impressive 7 points. But that was just the start, because this week we have a brand new contestant looking to knock off Jerry's score. Will he earn more than 7 points? Let's find out together while we climb The Leaderboard this is a simple game, I'm going to read classic game reviews and you're going to tell me what game I'm talking about. But it's not that easy, because I'm pulling these reviews from old issues of Electronic Gaming Monthly, these reviews are short and inexplicably vague, which makes us a real challenge. You'll get one point for each right answer, so as long as you keep giving me the right answer we're going to keep reading these terrible reviews, but be warned, you only have three lives. three wrong answers and it's game over. All right, I'm pretty sure we have our next contestant on the phone right now. He's an amateur wrestler from the great state of Colorado. He also promises to explain string theory if he wins. Looking forward to that. Hello, Kevin. Why don't you tell me a little about yourself?
1: Hmm. Okay. (laughs) I got like a rock band mic hooked up to my computer, and I have a feeling that I'm going to like screw this up bad but yeah
0: no no that's not what I mean why don't you tell us a little about yourself as as a human being
1: well I have a dead end job at a place called Hobby Lobby but I also entertain the masses on weekends I'm a professional amateur professional wrestler for the Denver branch of MHWA
0: hey that's actually pretty cool you know there's one thing I'm sure that's on everybody's mind right about now and that's what is this Hobby Lobby
1: you speak of? The uh, Hobby Lobby? Yeah,
0: the Hobby Lobby.
1: Oh, it's, uh, hmm, do you have a Michaels? I don't know, maybe. Have you ever seen Michaels? I
0: don't get out much.
1: Ew, well, it's a freaking arts and crafts store that's, like, religiously involved with the world, I guess.
0: Wow, that sounds terrible. You should say something really mean about your employer that you'll totally regret when you hear this later.
1: So they, like, slave drive us every day. They, like, whip us to make us do things. And I make about the same wage as, like, McDonald's pretty much.
0: Well, I certainly hope they aren't listening right now. Hey, speaking of which, what games are you playing?
1: Um, I was, before I got on with you, I was going to try out Halo Reach. But all these guys over here are freaking idiots about it. They're all brain-dead monkeys. Oh, dude, I'll try Halo, man. It's like, shut up. How many... They all sit out there at 12 o'clock midnight. It's like, get a life. Go buy it later on the week when you get your paycheck. Don't give up your college fund for it. So, um, yeah, I guess it'd be brutal legend then, unless I say Halo Reach, but I don't want to sound like the masses. So we're just going to say... We're going to say Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Let's, let's do that. Let's say Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. I'm, I'm told that you have something of a weird request.
1: I want you to edit my voice and make it sound like Daniel Craig.
0: Well, uh, you'll be happy to know that we applied the, the filter, and this is, this is what it sounds like. I, I hope you're happy, Kevin. All right. Let's play this thing. Uh, where do we wanna start? Do you wanna start in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, or two thousand one?
1: See, watch I'll go for two thousand, it'll be something totally crazy. So there's not like freaking some weird ass Castlevania from like Pakistan or something.
0: No, all of these are gonna be well known well known games.
1: Alright, well then I guess we'll do two thousand then.
0: All right, our first review comes to us from Greg. It is a Nintendo sixty four game. Uh, the year two, the year is two thousand, and he gave this uh, a perfect ten. I disagree with this. I'm not a not a huge fan of this game. I love the series, but not this game. All right, here's what Greg says. I love the time traveling aspect of this game, even more so than the game that preceded it. In some ways, technically, this game only lasts three days. But with the use of the ocarina, you can replay these days over and over again. It's kind of like this series meets Groundhog's Day. Besides the novel approach, what you really get in this game is more of the same great gameplay from the last game, complete with entirely new, though eerily familiar, world to explore and unique sets of quests and minigames. It's too bad the Nintendo 64 is aging so poorly. The fuzzy graphics really hurt this game, in my opinion. Not enough to mess with the score, though.
1: I'm gonna say that it deserved to be more about the crashing moon than it was about Mr. Link himself, but it is Zelda with Dora's Mask.
0: Exactly right.
1: Yeah, I pretty much knew right when you said the whole three-day time travel crap. Nothing like taking a... what is it? What they call it? ocarina
0: exactly right exactly right so you have one point on the board and uh where are you going to take us next how about uh 1993
1: 1996 or 1999 93 is kind of kind of limited so i mean but 96 probably be around my time let's do 96 all right 1996
0: brings us a game for the sega saturn kevin did you ever own a Sega Saturn?
1: Sega Saturn? I think I had it for a little bit. I think the only thing I ever really played was Sonic and uh, that Tick game. I don't know what it was called. But it had the Tick, you know, the blue guy. The blue cartoon dude. Yeah, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but... <laughs> Oh, well.
0: Yes, I think the game that you're thinking about is called Bug. Unfortunately, that is not the game that we're going to be talking about here. All right, this review comes to us uh, from Dan. Uh, this is 1996 for the Saturn. He gives us this uh, game a 7. You know, uh, that's about right. That's where I would put it. Uh, here's what Dan says. The kiddie version of this game is a difficult one to rate. It's an improvement, but almost identical to its great older sibling. The moves are practically the same, which makes me feel that the whole project should have been a secret mode in another game. I really enjoyed the cinemas. The kids were cute, but the small stature took away from the gameplay. I don't like the stubby arms and legs in a fighting game. Each character's reach is so short, they had to stand real close to each other in order to fight. I recommend this game only to newcomers of this
1: series may die on this one
0: well before you die let me stop you right there so that we can go over the power ups you have three very very helpful items here that uh, let, let's let's see what the rule book says says if you need some help uh, i have three special power ups that might come in handy let's say this review isn't especially helpful well you can use a power up that will make me read a second review uh, if you want to know a little more about this game I can tell you uh, who made it or the genre now there are those three different power ups you can only use them once you can use each of them once throughout the course of the game but that may be enough to, to, to save you so what do you want to do you want to use a power up who made it uh, this game was made by Sega
1: oh yeah hmm <laughs> Um, it's a Sega game and it was a re, pretty much, there's a game that was like it Stubby Legs. Stubby Legs. Kind of sounds like a, a metal slug kind of deal. Alright. What's my two other power ups?
0: There are two others. Uh, the first, I can read you another one of the reviews uh, from the same game, uh, it might give you more information. Uh, or I could tell you the genre, but, uh, of course, Dan spills beans on that one in this review and says it's a fighting game, so, uh, that would probably not be very useful.
1: That is crap. Um, let me think, so it's, it's fighting, 1990, hmm. and I totally don't know what it would be before the Captain America, the Avengers, no, no, of course
0: not. Actually, you had Sega and it was about kids, so of course it's Virtua Fighter kids.
1: They made a kid version.
0: Oh my god. Oh, I lost a life. Unfortunately that's true. But don't worry, you're only down one life, and you still have two more power ups. You have plenty of game left to go. Uh we we do have one point on the board for you too, so why don't you tell us where we're going next? Uh do you want nineteen ninety eight? Nineteen ninety nine
1: or two thousand. Let's do nineteen ninety nine. Let's go back.
0: And back we go, back to nineteen ninety nine, where of course we have a review by Crispin for the Nintendo sixty four. He gave this game a nine, which maybe maybe a little bit high, but then of course that's in retrospect. Back then, I can I can see where he's coming from. Here he goes. The Nintendo sixty four library needs games like this game. You couldn't ask for a better port of the PlayStation mega seller. Characters and backgrounds are ultra sharp, the sound effects are incredible, and even if the full motion video is a little grainy, who cares? I'm just happy to see it all crammed into this Nintendo 64 cartridge. The scattered extra documents are nothing special, but the gameplay is classic as ever. It's about time the Nintendo 64 owners got a taste of this style of game.
1: That was a really mm, bland review, right there. <laughs> All it said was, "Oh yeah, it's it's got great video." And
0: well, it it does have great video, and you know, remember the gameplay is classic as ever. You do have two uh, two power ups left. Don't forget those. Who made it? Nope, we already did that one.
1: Oh. One. Damn, I didn't know it went
0: like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't use them more than once. Only
1: a different. Can't, can't you push rewind on your? Um, that's that's not how it works. Damn, Virtual Fighter. Yeah,
0: well, don't don't forget you still have genre, and I can I can read you a different uh, another review. So, go ahead and choose. What which do you want?
1: Well uh, <laughs> uh, let, Let's. Uh... Let's go with genre.
0: All right. Uh, It is a survival horror game. Maybe that helps.
1: Resident Evil 2.
0: There you go. (laughs) Congratulations. You have two points.
1: (laughs) Which I actually played the hell out of, if I remember correctly.
0: Well, it's a damn good game.
1: Yeah, the the, one where you could play it again with what's-his-face or something.
0: Exactly. I own it on, like, four different systems now.
1: Because you're a badass. That's right.
0: Okay, so you have two right answers. Uh, you uh, you have lost one life, and you only have one more lifeline left. But it's a big, big lifeline. So don't don't forget about that. So where are we going next? Do you want to do 1995,
1: 1997, or 2002? Well, uh, I'm feeling for. Let's do 2002.
0: Okay, 2002 brings us a solid review for a PlayStation game by Shane Bettenhausen. Shane gives this game an 8.0, which is pretty good. Uh, that's probably where I'd put it. This is the first game in a long-running series that is still with us. All right, that's that's your clue. All right, here's the review. This game easily finishes near the top of a crowded 2002 mascot class. It looks solid, plays great, and features some hilarious dialogue. The game's RPG-like inventory system offers tangible rewards for collecting thousands of doodads. And unlike this company's other holiday offering, Sly Cooper, this game delivers a massive, rewarding quest that you'll be hard-pressed to polish off in a weekend. At times, the game can seem a bit familiar. It's like Jack and Daxter in space with guns. But since it's partially built on Jack and Daxter's engine, I guess that's not entirely unexpected. All right. Well, there you have it. There's some big, big clues in there. Uh, it's similar to Jack and Daxter and Sly Cooper, and uh, uh, it's in space with guns.
1: What the hell is it? I'm afraid that if I do say it, it is incorrect, I'm going to hate myself for the rest of my life. I seriously will be depressed and I will probably go to Krispy Kreme and get nothing but like oodles of like clogging glazed donuts. I don't know. It's um, I'm going to say that it is Crash Bandicoot throughout the Wrath of Cortex.
0: Oh, oh, man, no. No, that's a good guess, but that is so wrong. <laughs> it's uh, it's Ratchet and Clank. Oh, my flip.
1: Whatever. 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm doing cartwheels in the background while holding my rock band mic. Oh, that is horrible. That is horrible. I told you. <laughs>
0: Well, that was certainly unexpected. I bet there are people in the audience right now that are that are just yelling at their their iPod or whatever.
1: Yes, they're gonna be like, "What are you doing?" I'm gonna be like the worst. I, I'm like, it's like saying, you know, you, you got like a Soundgarden song and it's like Gwen Stefani or Soundgarden, and you're like Gwen Stefani. <laughs> oh shit!
0: <laughs> Man, that that hurt. That that hurts a lot. I I will I won't lie. That's
1: I'm, I think I just pissed my pants. Really.
0: All right. So, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's recoup here. Um, you have two points. That's good. And you have one lifeline left. <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: how many lives do I got left? Uh, you have one life left. So let's 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 live it. Uh, where do you want to go next?
1: Is there any way that I can go to world eight and jump on a turtle or something and like okay, goddamn let me see here. Hmm. I just wanna tell can I can I can I do a message right here? Can I do a shout out? Um I wanna give a shout out to myself so when I hear this in the future I can go back in time and kick my ass. But it was it was wretched and clank, buddy. It was Ratchet and clink, buddy. <laughs> so anyways, because I'm, I'm going to die of Krispy Kreme tonight. That's how it's going to go. Um,
0: wow, I, I feel so bad for you right now that I'm I'm going to do something unprecedented. I haven't done this before in, in the entire two-episode run of this game yet. I'm going to give you complete control over where we go next. Uh, do you want to go to 1998, 1999, or 2000?
1: Let's do 1999 because I'm doing okay with that
0: one. Yeah, so when you only have one life left, you really want to stick with with your wheelhouse. And uh, this is another Nintendo 64 game. Uh, It's reviewed by Sean. Uh, He gave this game an 8.5, which I think is fair, maybe a little high. But uh, I think a lot of people are going to be really surprised with with the low score, all things considered. Uh, right. this is a Nintendo 64 game. Uh, Here's what he says. Thanks to repetitive gameplay and mostly unintelligent AI, this game's one-player mode isn't that impressive. It's good, but not great. The multiplayer and team modes are what make this game so much fun to play. Sure, this game seems frustrating at first, but if you master the player's fighting techniques and learn how to avoid falling to your doom, it will surely provide loads of multiplayer fun.
1: Assuming it's a fighting game because that's kind of what she told me in a way. Um, hmm. I guess I can use my other lifeline then. I guess.
0: All right. Uh, the company that makes this is Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't. I don't know if that helped you at all. Remember, it's a fighting game. Uh, it's by Nintendo. Nintendo 64. Falling to your doom.
1: Yeah, because like if the campaign sucks, I kind of want to think what it is. But I'm afraid that if I say it again, I'm gonna have another ratchet clank moment. So. Well, that's that's how
0: it goes. That you you'd have two points on the board at least.
1: <laughs> um, I may have to hear it again, but I'm just gonna tell you what I think it is.
0: good news is that you got it right. So uh, congratulations, that's three on the board. Uh, You're still down to your last life and you've used all of your power ups. It's not looking good for our hero. So where are we going to go next? Do you want to do 1989, uh, 1996, or
1: 1999? I'm going to stick with 99.
0: Alright, that's a a good choice. That's a good choice. Uh, This is the second installment Uh, in a long-running series that's still with us. It's a Dreamcast game. Uh, The year is 1999, and Dean gave this game a 7.5. This is a game that requires an accessory, so those are your clues. Uh, Here's what Dean says. As a casual fan of light gun shooters, this is the best I've ever played. It's quite an intense game on a number of levels, the 3D graphics, the gore, the suspense. At the same time, a few things aren't so great. Gun calibration is tough. On top of that, the trigger on the Mad Cat's gun is too stiff, blister time. The interact gun is nice though, overall, the getting through the game on a standard single fire is very, very hard. It takes a lot of deadeye accuracy.
1: still going. Hmm. I think I have an idea what it is, but I can't remember what the hell the name was because I remember seeing the Dane games. Hmm. Um. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I think I know what it is, but I'm afraid that if... Uh I tell you the wrong answer. This is going to be the last time I'm going to be heard.
0: I have a hitman standing by. Um.
1: <laughs> um. I, I really want to say it's House of the Dead, but. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, how many crazy gun, you know, things have you seen on Dreamcast? So I'm going to say. That it was House of the Dead.
0: Uh, Congratulations, it is House of the Dead. Good job, good job. That puts another point up on the board for you. Let's look at the board. We have four points. Uh, Good job. That's not too bad. Uh, You're still down a few from where Jerry Terrifying sits. You need three more to tie, four to take the lead. We'll see if you can do that. Currently, you have no uh, no no more power-ups, and uh, this is your last life, so choose this next one carefully. Uh, we're done with the, the new stuff. Let's go back in time. about uh, 1990, 91, or 92? What do you say, sir? 1992. Good choice. 1992 <laughs> is a great, great year. Uh were you even alive in 1992?
1: I was born in 1989, so close.
0: <laughs> oh, I am so old. Alright. Uh, this next game comes to us from 1992. This is a review by Steve. Steve. Uh, Steve says that uh, this, he gives this game an 8. This is a Super NES game. Gives it an 8. Which is uh, maybe a little low. I might actually give this game a 10. That's right. I said it. I'll go a 10. This is my favorite game in this entire series. So so there you go. This is a long-running series and the third installment of a long-running series that's still going. So again, there are your clues. Hopefully you can get it from that. All right. Uh, gives this game an 8. It says, This game lives up to all of the expectations one could have in a Super Nintendo sequel. Like Super Mario World, however, this game may disappoint some who expect radical changes in the overall gameplay mechanics. No such luck here, but for a solid adventure title filled with lots to do, you can't do much better than this game.
1: Okay. Hmm. That was the third one. Another review, probably. I don't have that no more, do I?
0: I believe you do still have one of those left. Uh, do you? Do you want to use it? Uh, do you want to use it now? Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to go up or down?
1: I'm probably gonna do Jack for me. Hmm. Let's just do it. If I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down.
0: All right. So here is what Ed says. Wow! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! This is the closest a game has ever gotten to a perfect 10. Everything except the graphics get the best score possible. Unfortunately, this company let us down when it comes to the graphics, as there's nothing spectacular here. Still, this is the best available and one that everyone should, and will, own.
1: (laughs) Oh crap.
0: Hmm. Well, remember what he said. They said that it was an adventure game.
1: Well, I think this is going to be the one that kills me.
0: No, just just talk it out. Think it through here. It's easy. Might be the one that kills me. No, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. It's a Super Nintendo game. It's an adventure title. They compare it to Mario Brothers. It's
1: on Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's
0: right. They compare it to Super Mario Brothers. Um, they say the graphics aren't that good, but it's my favorite game of this. See,
1: that, that, that's like two ways. That could be Donkey Kong or that could be Super Metroid.
0: Uh, it could be, but think about the year, 92. Uh-huh. 1992. So, hmm. so, I mean, that 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 really plays into this. Think carefully.
1: And there's already three of them?
0: At this point, yeah. Two of them were on the NES. This is the third.
1: Oh, so then it's probably the buddy from Another Time. There you go. You Catch my drift.
0: Come on, you get it. Say it, say it.
1: But then I have to tell you, like, the exact.
0: You can come close enough. Just 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 do it.
1: Hmm. Trying to think, trying to think, trying to think if there's anything else, cause this is my last life. I could I could die on this one. Just say it! Mmm.
0: Say it! Say it!
1: I don't know if I can't remember though, because I remember playing on a damn game boy. Um well we're just gonna say it because. This this is probably gonna be my dead one, but I'm gonna say Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past.
0: Congratulations! Oh, I got it. That's yeah, right. It is the correct
1: correct. <laughs> I answer. reclaimed myself almost, almost, <sighs>
0: almost. All right, so we're up to five points. So close. I
1: really need to pee.
0: <laughs> Peeing is the thing that winners get to do, and you need to get three more right in order to win this game. Can you do it? Where shall we go next? Uh, will it be 1996, 1998, or
1: 1999? See, I'm going to go to 99 and my luck's going to run out.
0: Well, your luck's going to run out eventually. We are getting into harder questions. Hmm. You can pick one.
1: There's 96, which I was like two years old then, maybe. Yeah, that's, oh. that's the year
0: I graduated.
1: The only thing that kills me is it depends on what type of console it is, because I like Super Nintendo. It's, like, easy. Like, anything Nintendo, I probably know better than anything, like, Sony. Okay. But, um, yeah. So if I don't know, i yeah. Let's go with 96. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. No, yeah, 96. No, 99. We'll do 99.
0: And it's that kind of decisiveness that is going to help you climb the leaderboard. Or not. I don't know. What do I know? I do know that this is a Sony PlayStation game, your favorite. And I do know that Chris reviewed this. Um, I know that this is M-rated. I don't know if that helps you. Uh, he gives this game a 9, which may be a bit high. But again, it's looking back at it in retrospect. Also, I really, really hate the control scheme in this game. I, I just, It's hard to go back and play these games. All right. Uh, This is the third installment of a popular series that is still with us today. Chris says... This company should have kept this game as a side story. While this game is perhaps the most visually stunning entry in the series, I kept wishing there was more to it. Dino Crisis has also spoiled me on this real-time environment. It's strange to get attacked and then knocked into the next scene. This company has stretched the PlayStation to the limits! And playing this game just makes me wonder what they're gonna be able to do on the next generation platforms.
1: And you hate the controls. <sighs> and you can't tell me if it's an ongoing series, can you? Oh no, no,
0: it is, it is. They're still making them.
1: Okay. Still with us today.
0: Still with us today. More popular than ever!
1: Well, maybe not. I don't know. That's not true. Hmm... I'm assuming it's a fighting game. Could be. <laughs> Waiting for you to slip, dammit.
0: I'm not gonna oh. slip because I am a professional.
1: Mm. Hmm. Mm. Still with us today.
0: Still with us today. Um, On the PlayStation, but...
1: This probably would be the one that definitely kills me, though. Could
0: be. It seems fitting that it would be, too.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm assuming maybe read the review one more time, just in case.
0: Here you go, one more time, with Phelan. This company should have kept this game as a side story. While this game is perhaps the most visually stunning entry in the series yet, I kept wishing there was more of it. Dino Crisis has also really spoiled me on the real-time environments. It's strange to get attacked and then knocked into the next scene. This company has stretched the PlayStation to the limits, and playing this game just makes me wonder what they're going to be capable of on the next generation platform.
1: Knocked into the next scene. That could be like Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, freaking Watchma Flip. Hmm. Yeah, this one this one killed me.
0: All right, well why don't you just take a guess?
1: I'm going I'm just going to say though. I'm going to say what I think it might have been. Soul Calibur. Uh, Soul Calibur. Totally not. Soul Calibur. No, it is not Soul Calibur.
0: It's Resident Evil 3 Nemesis.
1: God damn it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever.
0: And with that, I'm afraid that Kevin's game is officially oh, over. Oh. He scored a total of five points, which is not nearly enough to knock Jerry Terrifying off of the leaderboard. If you think you can do a better job than these two contestants, then I suggest that you try and get a hold of me. Why don't you go over to defunctgames.com and send me an email. All of my information is on the front page, and my email address is on every article on the site. Uh, You can also find me over at Twitter. At Defunct Games. That's Defunct Games. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode. Uh, tune in next week to find out if somebody is able to climb all the way to the top of the leaderboard.